Welcome to another episode of Ask the Zamboni Experts podcast. Uh, today, Kelly McMillan and Julian Gardner are along with myself, Doug Peters, uh, hosting guests from uh, the ICE ends in Scottsdale, Arizona, and Chandler, Arizona. Matt Mendelson, Alex Swarzynski, and Ben Fulkerson. Gentlemen, thank you and welcome. Thank you. Uh, Today we're going to ask a few questions about Zamboni Connect, and before we get started, I'd like to uh, jump in and just uh, ask a few fluffy questions. Uh, Matt, if you could uh, tell us, along with Alex and Ben, how you ended up uh, at the location you're at, and a little bit of history about the facility. Um, so I uh, actually came to the ice den uh, back in. 2007 um, and I worked my way up from just being a part-time dam driver um, throughout the years to now being a senior director of operations for both locations um, and a few other of our affiliates so um, that's where my kind of quick history on uh, where my role falls in uh, for the coyotes uh, we are the official practice facility of the Arizona Coyotes, um, where they will practice a few of their practices in our building um, if they don't have ice at the main arena, um, or um, if they might have any injured players um, skate at our at our rink uh, if the guys might be out of town. And Alex, how about you? How did you end up uh, at the facility? Yeah, I was born in Arizona. I started playing hockey when I was about three at a different rink here. And then just while I was going to school, I got a job part-time driving the Zam here. I kind of fell in love with it and worked my way up to being the manager here in operations. Awesome. Awesome. And Ben, what's your story? Uh, my story is a little bit similar. Not, I don't, I don't have any hockey background, uh, but I started here in about 2017. Um, as a part-time ZAM driver, and then I made Matt now, and our other manager, Johnny, fall in love with me, and they brought me full-time uh, just last year um, as the awesome. operations of, uh, or manager of operations, or facility operations. Awesome. Uh, Matt, I, I've visited your facility a few times and talked with you about mm -hmm. uh, what it looked like when it was going up. We originally sold some electric machines out there to the ice den in Scottsdale when it opened yep. up <clears throat> and maybe you can elaborate a little bit about um, the facility and its construction when I first visited there and I used to go to Arizona uh, to play golf with some friends and it was out in the absolute middle of nowhere and one of the more <laughs> recent trips there to take a look it was like how did all of this happen because it's not out in the middle of nowhere anymore no, it's definitely not in the middle of nowhere anymore. Um, yeah, when we first came in line, we were just a two-sheet facility um, with seating uh, bleachers on one side of each rink, uh, locker rooms in the middle underneath the bleachers. Um, we did have two electric machines. Um, when I came, when I first started here, we still had those electrics. I remember when I uh, I think when I first became full-time is when I sold 
the first electric machine that we bought, which we ended up calling Altel. That was its name. Um, and we ended up having to switch to propane because we got so busy that um, our, uh, our older electrics just couldn't keep up. Uh, we were um, only closed about uh, four hours a day, seven days a week. Um, and it was pretty, it's 20 hour a day operation, seven days a week, nonstop. Uh, we were only closed, we are, are, we are only ever closed on uh, Christmas and occasionally one other holiday, but that's it. Yeah, it, it was a pretty aggressive schedule out there, and uh, it's at the time that technology with the lead acid battery probably wasn't suited. But maybe down the road now with the lithium ion that we have to offer, uh, that might right. work for you. Um, yeah, we can imagine that uh, you guys, um, based on being in the desert and having visited there uh, in July when it's 120, um, uh -huh. the, the the heat out there and low humidity. Uh, are challenging when it comes to maintaining your ice surface. Can you guys mm -hmm. maybe elaborate a little bit on what kind of things you might run into that uh, a location north of the Mason-Dixon uh, or maybe on the East Coast might not face? Right, so the main issues we will run into is obviously our heat load. Um, each building, um, including uh, in Chandler, will have uh, HVAC units along with dehumidification both uh when it might be middle of summer uh not during the monsoon season and it might be you know 110 out with very low humidity it those conditions actually become very difficult to manage with our ice because our ice starts to dry out starts to get kind of brittle and it is really hard to try and rehydrate our ice because we are always so busy. So um, there are some times, you know, we might have the guys do a few just floods at the end of the night to try and warm that ice up, try and hydrate it, uh, try and warm the compress, like warm up the ice slab a little bit, try and rehydrate it. Um, but then on the flip side of that, when monsoon season hits, uh, it's a storm here. It's completely different than a storm in the Midwest. Uh, when we get a storm, it's a monsoon. It is a torrential downpour of rain and with it, huge humidity that sometimes takes days to leave the rink. So, uh, the massive amounts of dehumidification that we have come into play. Uh, also, since we don't ever really get that much rain, when we do get rain, that's when you get to find your leaks. Um, it, it, fortunately, we haven't really had too many over the actual rink surface itself, um, but our roofing company is great about getting out here right away to handle any of those. Um, but the weather definitely plays a pretty big role. Um, I feel like compared to a lot of other rinks, we have a great control system that can alert us right off the bat. Uh, on a number of different levels when things might seem off. So um, it, it's taken us a, a while to get there, but we're, I feel like we're, we're there to where we finally have about as best control over the, some of the you know, external situations with, uh, regarding the weather that, that we could. 
Well, that, that's kind of like a softball pitch to me um, to when you talk about control systems. Uh, yep. To my next question, what factors drove your decision? It's okay to say that the sales guy from Zamboni that sold you the machines did such a wonderful job on selling you <laughs> on the Connect system that that was the primary reason. But what was a driving force for your interest in that product? So, I mean, truthfully, as soon as you told me a little bit about the product, I right off the bat said that's something I'm, I'm going to want to have in our buildings. I'm big into technology that can help, one, educate my guys and me, and to give us more data to kind of see where we can drive costs down. Because as everyone knows, the ice rink industry is a big cost. It's a lot of money to run these things. It's a lot of money to maintain them. Anywhere you can try and save some money helps you out in the long run. So if you can try and save some money in one area to then maybe help you know, other, other areas out, it, it's a good balance. So I seeing this, it to me made sense to one for when I was trying to do budgets or just when my guys are, we're trying to train somebody on how to drive a ZAM. It's good. A lot of people are a lot of, especially ice guys, they're all visual learners. So it's good to show them, you know, on their cut, where they did, like what it looks like, how much water, what their RPMs were. Uh, what their speed was. So it's, it's to me, been a, a great tool that we have used, especially I feel like we are such a cloud-based rink. We're trying to at least go that route. That, that's awesome. Um, now that I've had the easy questions to ask, I'm going to turn it over to the smart guys, and Julian's going to jump in and ask some technical questions uh, to help us understand it a little bit better as well as our listeners out there. Uh, Julian. Thanks, Doug. Um, so had you previously been using CANVAS diagnostics from your machines or some of the onboard uh, diagnostic systems? Uh, not not too much before Zamboni Connect, no. Only whenever we had an issue. Okay, got it. All right, yeah, fair enough. Um, could you speak to some of the other IoT systems you have in your building? You said you're uh, getting to be uh, much more of a cloud-based type operation. Yeah, so... We have a, uh, both building has a uh, disk tech control uh, boards in every single one of our HVAC dehumidifiers, our uh, ice plant, everything is all on one platform um, where it essentially just shows us a map of the building where every HVAC unit is, where dehumidifiers are. Um, then when you go to the ice plant screen itself, there's a graphic view. And we, working with our uh, control system group at uh, Cool Systems, it, they've been great about helping us uh, kind of hone this system in. And we've made everything kind of color coordinated to help the guys out. So if something is a good temperature or level, it's green. They kind of need some attention or looked at, it's yellow. If it's bad, it's red, and then actually sends us alarms. Um, that is, that's one thing that we have. Uh, another one is, uh, we have slag and allegiant, uh, badge control locks that are all on Wi-Fi. Um, and the, we've started the process of turning over a lot of our 
uh, locks in both buildings to those to that system. Try and limit control because it could switch over a key in this building when you have hundreds upon hundreds, sometimes maybe even a thousand locks. It can get very expensive pretty quick. So we want to try to go to a badge system, make it a little bit easier. Um, and then we obviously, of course, have the Zamboni Connect. And we are also uh, starting to, which uh, my Ben has been really like pivotal on this, is we've actually started using uh, power apps from Microsoft uh, Office 365. And each building for ISEC have a tablet and all of our compressor logs, ZAM logs, uh, building checklist, um, any log that we pretty much had that was on a piece of paper is now all in apps, all through Power Apps. And we can pull, it all records in real time. We can pull all the reports um, from that, which makes it very useful. It gives us a lot more info, um, especially when it comes to the ZAM log, because if for some reason something might happen, and someone gets hurt on the ice, Zamboni, like Zam logs, and any information that the Zamboni Connect pulls could all become a legal document. So the more information we have to show, uh, improve our case, the better. Sure, this, uh, this is Kelly. Let me jump in here for just a sec. I, uh, I came and visited your facility in uh, January of this year. You guys, uh, Matt now to help, help me set up some testing that I wanted to do for uh, uh, some background on our machines. And I, I was I was extremely impressed with like kind of like the mission control uh, feel to the, the resurfacing room. Uh, just yep. an amazing amount of data available to the operators on both our, our systems and machines and obviously the other uh, the other systems you have there at the facility. So really impressive to see for for myself. Uh, of what what a customer like yourself is is uh, kind of setting up in that way. Really impressive to see. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think you're 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 leading the way uh, in a lot of uh, use case for for how how we can kind of incorporate both information from Zamboni Connect and all these other systems that uh, that uh, that you've got to running a rink like yourself and uh, just. Very, very cool to see you guys embrace the technology and, and all aspects of that. Just wanted to interject, Julian. I'll pass it back to you. That's yeah, it's an excellent point. Um, it's uh, you guys have probably one of the more advanced operations I've I've certainly ever seen uh, any kind of documentation of. So I was I was very impressed with the uh, pictures we <laughs> brought back. Thanks. Thanks. Um, we have a we have a great ownership group that they he completely understands and appreciates everything that you know the operation team does and wants to make sure that we all have the the tools to do our job to the best that we can so it's been great fantastic yeah um so i mean uh, in terms of the modules you guys think you get the most uh benefit or utility from maybe you could uh, you could speak to those a bit yeah so i can tell you that from my side um i know al and ben would probably touch in a couple different spots but from my side um i use the fuel consumption um, a fair amount, especially during budget time. Um, fuel consumption, water usage, uh, things that I can look at to really try and figure out exactly how much money does an ice cut cost? How much money do I have to spend to make the ice? 
because then I'll use the information I get in the Zamboni in Zamboni Connect um, to try and figure out in conjunction with our uh, with our building control system because that then tells me how much power the ice plant was using during that same time frame. So I I use it a lot more for budgeting side. I will occasionally, if I hear of anything, look at it um, and see maybe what an ice tech did. Um, or if I walk out in the rink and I see something on, I see the ice that might not look right, I might look, pull up something then. But I think Al and Ben could probably touch a little bit more on, on what, they, what their thoughts for it are. Sure. Yeah, for more on my use of the modules, um, I mean, I trust all of our drivers to, to drive the ZAM in the first place, so I don't feel like we need to constantly babysit or monitor them. But it's always nice to pull up just a week of, like, water usage, speed, fuel consumption, RPMs, and just kind of see if they are treating the ZAMs the way they should be. Um, and all of that information is awesome because it just gives you a a nice little database to pull from to, to show people like hey maybe you are trying to pull in the rpms too much on this cut pull it back a little bit or maybe we can be laying a little bit more water during this cut it just kind of holds people more accountable yeah certainly uh one of the things we wanted to build into that system was the ability for uh, remote monitoring so you could uh, quite literally pull the information from wherever you were at the time uh, so i'm happy to hear it's uh, bringing you guys so much benefit yeah, that's been great. It's also really great for training um, with the real-time aspects of it. You can actually show your trainee exactly how they're driving the ZAM. You can show them the RPM peaks, the, the valleys, um, the speed, um, just to kind of build that confidence of how they drive the ZAM and make sure that they're comfortable whenever you finally sign them off to, to let them do it by themselves so they know exactly how to treat the machines and how it handles and just all those aspects of the, the machine itself. So then on the note of uh, multiple users, uh, do you guys have secondary users? And uh, if you do, um, could you speak to maybe their use of things like uh, maintenance logs? We also use the maintenance log section to uh, record anything that gets done to the ZAM, whether it's, I mean, anything from a blade change, a grease, uh, to uh, impeller or even, uh, anything to do with the engine that our mechanic uh, DJ with gearhead equipment might do. So anything that gets done, all to be done, recorded in that maintenance log, which has been great. All that before was all on paper. And the machines that we, we still have one machine in each building that is not on Zamboni Connect. So those still have paper, but we still tell the guys, if it says on Zamboni Connect, that it needs to be whatever maintenance is that needs to be done, you have to do it to the other machine as well. And then you still have to just log that it was done to that machine. Okay, yeah, fantastic. Uh, yeah, we appreciate the feedback. Um, that's uh, that's good to know it's bringing you guys that kind of utility. Doug, do you want to uh, pick it up from here? I appreciate the questions, Julian and Matt. Your guys' input is greatly appreciated. Uh, this is exactly what we're looking for to try to uh, improve the product and make sure that what we're doing with it is what the customers are wanting to have. I'm going to toss this over to Kelly. He's got a few additional questions uh, to try to get from you guys and uh, appreciate what uh, what information you provided so far. Thank you. Mm -hmm. 
Sure. Yeah. I, I, I guess the next the next step is uh, when it comes to uh, re reporting from the system. I, I know you can go and check. Uh, obviously, actively go check. But are you are you using the report system at all for uh, any of that data collection, or uh, using that to supplement any any additional files, or uh, that kind of thing that you would typically have done out of the system, and now now with some ability to do it in this inside the system. Uh, you're referring to uh, where you can kind of, you can pull a report and it shows you in uh, Excel. Correct. Yep. Yeah, I especially use those when it comes to budgeting. That's been huge. Sure. Yeah, I could see I could see the value in kind of taking that and, and kind of trying to figure out future costs based on previous, especially when, when there's some maybe cyclical nature to uh, seasonality that kind of thing for a facility like yours. Yeah. Um, has has there been any any decision making you've been able to drive off of uh, some of the data you've been able to find in that regard outside of budgeting uh, with regards to like how the machines are being used? I know Alex talked a little bit about uh, maybe some course correction from uh, how how machines are being used by different operators, but is there there's some aspect of the maintenance on the machines or uh, or any sort of uh, kind of operational adjustments that you guys have been able to make because of this information? Uh, yeah, we, I mean, pretty much, you know, in in the field of game time decisions, we've kind of, a, we have made a few of those based on that information. Um, but it also goes to help training the drivers. There's been a couple mm -hmm. times we've, you know, gone and pulled something and we said, wait, why, why did, why did a machine use that much water? And then we go and we look and see what the ace plant was doing and we can tell, okay, well, it looks like they, they need, we need to work with them on water control. So um, it's been great for that respect for us. Sure. Do, have you noticed any difference uh, between, uh, so you've got machines uh, with Connect at, at your two facilities. Have you noticed any difference between the two buildings in that regard that are uh, beneficial in any way to understand either how those two facilities need to be run differently or can potentially be run more similarly in the future? Is there any kind of uh, comparison in that regard that you guys have been able to do? Yeah, I have definitely actually noticed it recently, especially um, in between both buildings, because uh, I've watched uh, in the past, like, since we reopened, actually I think a few weeks before we reopened, um, and then the weeks we reopened, I've been watching our ice temps compared to what how much water the guys have been laying and mm -hmm. actually been able to adjust our compressors to run just a few, maybe a half a degree warmer to try and get for better ice conditions. And that was just because by watching, pulling those reports and seeing how much water they laid and then going back and looking to see what the ice plant was doing and giving back to me. So it's been it's been great. Sure, yeah, I, I would imagine uh, kind of trying to make those facilities run as similarly as possible is like kind of yeah. cost efficient in that regard. So any, anything that kind of points you in that direction would probably right. be and it, it's be really, good. They're completely two separate buildings too, and a lot of sure. Chandler is a steel and frame building with drywall, and Chandler or Scottsdale is a huge concrete box with tilt panel construction. So mm. they are completely different animals. 
So yeah, any little bit of information I can get to try and make adjustments is huge. Sure. Uh, makes sense. Uh, obviously, you've, you've talked a little bit about uh, how you're trying to use more data in your buildings to, to drive some of those decisions going forward, both operationally, budgetarily, et cetera. Um, you, you, sp you spoke earlier about how, how you have some plans to uh, kind of see what, what additional value you can squeeze out of that, both in Connect and all these other systems that are running at the facility that can, that can help drive some of those decisions. Do you, do you see that? Uh, it sounds like you see that a growing and increasing value for, for a, a business such as yours. Is that a fair way of putting that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the more info we can try and get from Zamboni Connect and the more integration we can make it to our current systems, the better. Sure. Yeah, I, I think one of the things that we're looking at from the from the, the build-up standpoint, engineering and, and how we kind of put the system uh, together both on the back end and, and what we do in the design has, has really kind of taken some interesting input from, from people such as yourself saying, this could be a value. And, and you know, we certainly did our fair amount of uh, brainstorming on where we thought some of that value would be when we were in the initial stages of design on both the kind of how the system would be laid out and what it would do on the back end. But uh, the kind of feedback that, that you guys uh, have now and going forward is, is just really valuable to us to understand where you think, where you think the future of kind of integrating this information in other systems uh, that exist in your plant and, and also um, kind of in any of the decision making. I think it's, uh, it's really valuable to talk to people such as yourself to get an insight into what, what you guys see as kind of the future in that, way, in that regard. And uh, I think, uh, what what you guys are doing is really going to kind of set the set the stage for how how companies can be as successful as possible running running facilities that like you said cost a lot of money to run and yep. have a lot of uh costs that uh, you're you're constantly trying to rein in or contain right to to make right. you know, make sure you have a future right um what kind of devices do you guys focus with Zamboni Connect specifically i know there's kind of like a tv and pc setup in the in the main room are there uh different computers that are on site or do people use the tablets or pcs or laptops or phones for that kind of thing or where's your where's your focus been in, in using kind of accessing the data from zamboni connect uh it mainly uh for me it's mainly from my laptop that i take with me everywhere um for our uh our part-time staff and our zam drivers it's from the tablet they have in the zam room uh, or it's from the computer that has the three monitors on it that has all of our control systems and our security cameras on it that's in the ZAM room on all on at all times. Uh, sure. And then for uh, Ben and Alex, I'm fairly certain they use it from their phones and from their computers. Is that correct, guys? Yeah, I'm in both buildings a lot. So using it on the phone is a huge help. That, that's good to hear. I, I, for me, it's certainly kind of what we were hoping to give give people the flexibility of doing, especially with multiple facilities like you guys, where you're not always at one, so you can't be kind of tied down to a system that's only connected at one, that kind of thing. Ben, did you have some follow up there too? Yeah, it's the same as that. Like same as Alex using it for my phone and computer has been 
amazing. It makes it easy to read. Um, I like the app a lot. Like I was playing with that just recently and it, it, I like how your app is similar to the way it looks on the PC and it doesn't really differ like most apps do from yeah. the PC version. Yeah. That's great feedback. I'm very, very happy to hear that. Um, let, let's kind of, we'll kind of wrap up with, uh, if you were kind of at that juncture of making the decision on, on acquiring a machine with this system in the future, um, mm -hmm. what kind of things would you be looking for to, to really understand where, where the value is from a system like Zamboni Connect? What, what kind of things would you focus on making sure are, are present for a decision that, uh, you know, it costs money and has, has potential value for, for a customer like yourself? Uh, I really, I, I'm going to want to know what, what my ROI is going to be on a system. And sure. also, you know, especially with the system then that's coming, you know, that comes with the brand new, or Zamboni comes with a brand new system. So what, you know, by me getting that system, what's my ROI going to be so I can try and determine, okay, well, is it really going to be cost effective? Should I go that route? I'm, for me, it, to me, it was a no-brainer pushing this system in with the to making sure that it got budgeted and got approved when we purchased the machines. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I mean, I also understand there's a lot of rinks that are, you know, just a small individual rink, and you know they don't they do everything pen paper, nothing's really techy. But for me, I would think those would be the rinks you would want this information the best it'd be the most useful because it can really show you exactly how your one zam driver is is making the ice and it can really show you how them driving a faster to try and make up 30 seconds or a minute on a cut costs you so much more money in fuel consumption mm. and then also in turn you're not driving at evil speed, equal speed, so you're laying uneven ice, which then leads to more cost for your ice plant, more cost to do ice maintenance. It's like it just snowballs from there. So, it to me, I those type of things that I look at on any system I get. What first off, what's the ROI going to be on it? Um, but then that all goes into well, how am I going to be able to to save this in the long run? So. I saw sure. all of the fits in the system and they've been great. Yeah, I think a lot of companies, even even Zamboni are, are current, you know, we're, we're kind of always looking at that cost benefit analysis of uh, we, we, we want to spend some money. Is it going to is it going to make us some money in, in the long run? Right. And kind of figuring out mm -hmm. if you can tease out some of that value from from that decision. Um, it's a lot easier to, to understand that it's going to be beneficial. Um, I, I I think that's businesses around the world are trying to get smarter and smarter about those kind of things. And so anything that kind of enables you to um, take, take a harder look at some of the data underlying uh, some of that decision-making and then, and then really deciding if uh, you think there's a benefit in, in going towards a system that helps, helps you make some of those decisions. I, it seems like you guys are on, on a great path in, in all, aspects of, all aspects of how you run the business. Uh, and we're happy to be a, a small part of that with Zamboni Connect for sure. Matt and Alex, maybe, maybe you guys can give us a little bit of insight how you're using the Zamboni Connect system to inform the training decisions you guys make with the uh, new operators. Yeah, so 
uh, the way we integrate with Zamboni Connect for training is uh, we we do a system where a driver has to do 50 cuts, uh, 50 resurfaces before we send them out on their own. Um, so we started out where we obviously walk them through the whole machine, walk them through Zamboni Connect, show them everything that that it does, what they can see, um, all the benefits that come with it, and then you know, part of the first uh, few resurfaces are them just sitting on the machine and just doing some resurfaces with one of us. So we do those, go through, explain everything to them while we're doing everything. Um, and then when we come off the ice, we then go to Zam Connect and show them, hey, so remember when I said I, you know, come out of my turn and I slowly press on the accelerator and you don't hear that machine rev up. And then, you know, I remember when I said that and you will say, yeah, okay, mm -hmm. I remember that part. You show them on the screen what your RPMs look like and then mm -hmm. vice versa because you all, I like doing things that are abnormal, that, you know, the machine is doing something, you know, it's usually a first indicator that somebody driving too fast because you hear the machine rev up. So I'll do things like that to show them on the screen how those RPMs skyrocketed right in that one spot. So mm. um, that's a few of the things. And then also I might do a resurface that's full water or half water and then go and show them how much water it was using. Sure. So, Get, kind of give them a reference point of what the data looks like uh, once, right. once they do the, do the cut. Sure. Yep. And then Al, you want to jump in and kind of elaborate a little more on it? Yeah, I mean, I think you who hit it. It's it's really just something I use as visual reference for people who need that visual reference, especially since I can't be on the Zam with people for all 50 cuts. It's just a it's something that is consistent throughout the time, and I can say, look, these cuts were great. This one you were using, you were revved up too much at the beginning, or just little stuff like that that can show them instead of just being told to them because that helps a lot of our drivers sure that makes a lot of sense i uh, certainly one of the one of the things we would like to uh kind of build into the system as we as we look at future development is is anything that can happen uh that can help with that training piece because uh obviously it's uh can be expensive and time uh time intensive to get a new operator up to speed on how to properly operate the machine and do all the other things that are involved in, in the job so so that kind of information uh, from from you guys really kind of points us down a path of looking at that that uh, that training piece and and getting a better sense of what we can give uh, operator feedback on from how the machine is being used and how it's uh, being operated so that can kind of close that loop of of how how the machine should be used and as that training kind of goes forward. That's good good insight. Appreciate it. Um, Doug, uh, you want to you want to take take us on out of here? Yeah, I'm going to jump in and just ask a couple of questions. Uh, from a sales standpoint, when I'm promoting this product to people, one of the things that I like to tell them is that it gives you the ability to monitor things from outside the building. Uh, as a kid growing up in Minnesota, my dad working for the North Stars and uh, spending a lot of time at the building uh, monitoring things. 
this is something that I use. And I'm just wondering if what the number one thing, uh, if Alex, Ben, and then Matt can pipe in as well, if it's not duplicating, what you guys see with Zamboni Connect as being most beneficial uh, to you individually. So for me, um, I feel like both Al and Ben would say the same thing with respect to we don't we don't like to you know big brother our guys and you know watch over them all the time and and harp on them for something small that we might see happen right then and there um but it is a great tool for when all of a sudden we've left and for the day and we get an email from someone that says hey your driver was late and or, hey, your driver is going too fast. Or, hey, the ice was was wet and it took an hour to set up. It's a great tool to be able to pull up the system on Zamboni Connect and look at, you can see right there what the, right when you click on the machine, if it tells you what the last resurfaced information was. So it's, it's great to have that to be able to snapshot and them back to the person and go, well, according to this, coupled with our compressor system, it looks like everything was, was normal, but we will still talk with the driver and try and figure out exactly what happened. But it, it's great to try and uh, backtrack if anybody has any issues to try and address them right off the bat. Alan, Ben, did you guys want to jump in? Yeah, for me, most of it is peace of mind like matt said I, I don't really like we have cameras that can monitor people in the building all the time and i we we're lucky that we don't have to do that but i always have just irrational thoughts that something's always wrong so being able to just check in on something and and just clear my mind that that's not a problem is amazing especially when i can do it from my bed when i wake up that's a good thing to to have that access outside the building so that you're not married to it all the time. You know, in the, in the rink industry, you guys put a lot of hours in and we look at this tool as something to try to get you some separation, but still have you tied in tech, technologically to the building. To have that real-time data, you know, we can pull this up from our home computers or our home phones just to, to take a look at what the guys are doing. So if there is an issue, we have it right away. We don't have to to come in and you know decipher what they wrote down on their log it's just it's all right there one, one other question i had for you guys is uh <laughs> i think alex you you mentioned uh checking checking from your bed you're you're not the only one that's ever done that there's probably a few people that have uh, <laughs> in this call that have done something similar no no names here but uh what uh what's kind of a frequency of checking uh, on a typical day for for the three of you in that regard is this a thing that it's kind of a once a day thing or a multiple times a day or a couple times a week what how are you guys kind of kind of managing that into your normal workflow of, of all the other things you have to do at the facility i mean when i'm in the building I, i'm not really checking it all that much but um days off i i try checking at least like once a day at least just to kind of see what's going on but i'm i'm also i'm also panicked that zambonis are always breaking down and it just really is a peace of mind thing for me. Sure. 
Yeah, I mean, as, as all you guys know, that Zam guys are not the gentlest of 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 group of people. They they're pretty hard on all equipment. So hmm. it always we're, we're aware. We're aware. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yep. So uh, you know, it's they're all like you know, two or three year olds where if they can break something, they will break it. So uh, it it gives us a great peace of mind that we can pull it up. See what's going on. I want to introduce Marty Elliott to the podcast. Marty's got a couple questions for our guys in Arizona. Marty, thanks, Doug. Um, you kind of touched base on it, but I'll uh, go back to it with a salesman hat on for Doug and myself and the rest of the sales team. Potential customers out there looking at Connect. What are the top three benefits that you would suggest, and why a potential um, purchaser would actually and should purchase Zamboni Connect, what would they be? Um, I would say number one would be information. Information on what your staff just did on the ice to help teach them to be better. So is, a training tool? Yep, a huge training tool. Right. Because a, a lot of guys in our field think they know everything and don't want to learn. Right. I mean, it's true. It's how it is. Some of them are stubborn, yep. but at the end of the day, it's, it's not to, you know, it's constructive criticism. It's there to help you. For sure. At the end of the day, we have customers that are paying a lot of money for a sheet of ice. You want to make sure you're, you know, giving that customer the best that they can, that you can. And, right. you know, also, it's cost saving. It, it can, if you, if you put the time into it to, to look at what the information is there to, what information it's giving you to de really determine what your drivers are doing, it can save you money. Because if you can see that every time your driver goes out, he is putting out almost the entire tank of water no matter what's on the ice, that's costing money. You have to spend money to heat the water. You have to spend money for the water. If you're using RO, you're spending double or triple because every gallon you make, you're dumping a gallon. So, and then you're spending electricity to cool more ice when you don't need to. So, you know, there's cost savings in the long run. Um, but, I mean... Man, if you have like an hour, I could probably tell you every single thing. But there's 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 just there's a lot. It's, I I don't maybe it's because I'm a little. I mean, I'm a different generation than a lot of you know building managers and directors. So I I welcome cloud-based services. I welcome information, um, not paper-based. I mean, I still like writing some things down, but at the same time, I. I mean, if for some reason the cloud goes down, I think we got a bigger issue than whatever information I lost in the cloud, so. Right. Well, and that's one thing on, on kind of that note is people who are hesitant to go to computers is, and Matt and Ben can tell you that I don't like technology very much. It scares me. But it scares them a lot. It, it, it's simple, it's simple to use and easy, so I don't have any problems or qualms using it. If it's difficult, I'm just going to not do it. And that's not the case with Zamboni Connect. 
Yeah, if you don't see value in the system, why do you buy in, right? Exactly, and I, I just, I don't like computers. I like mechanical stuff that makes sense to me. But Zamboni Connect is, it's what you ask for is what you get. It's right there. It's, you're not, you don't have to take computer school to figure out what it's doing. Yep, that's great. Thanks, guys. Well, I want to thank you, Matt, Alex, and Ben, uh, for participating in in this, and RN Kelly Julian. Uh, and the rest of the staff that's behind the scenes making all of this happen uh, on another episode of Ask the Zamboni Experts. We look forward to bringing you more episodes uh, to all of our listeners. Thanks, everyone, and have a great day.